Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I speak for the trees. Uh, to start off, last episode, you could hear me inhaling the mic, it sounded like, so my apologies for that. Hopefully that doesn't happen this time. The mic's a bit farther away. That said, it might not be as loud. So we'll play around. Man, audio, really, really challenging to, to perfect, huh? But yeah, for the title of this episode, How You May Be a Slave. And I'm not, what a, what a title. Yeah, maybe a little bit provocative, maybe a little bit curious. And we'll get to that. We will. But before we touch on that, I want to talk about some other stuff because hopefully that'll, that'll be a fairly long time. And if it's not, I think that's all I got today. So this might be a really short episode or I might be able to pull my conversing skills all the way through to those 20 minutes so to start off i am not sure if i talked about this on the podcast yet or if i have talked about it in detail but i want to talk about an experiment in in quantum mechanics and this experiment is called the double slit experiment i'm going to leave a link in the description of wherever you're watching this that has a link to a YouTube video that explains this much better than I'm going to. It's a video with graphics and a lot more visual stuff to help show you what's happening and words really won't do it complete justice. And I'm just gonna sit here and try my best to explain it through words. So if you're interested, please go watch that video. Anyways, double slit experiment. So they have a slab and in that slab, they have two holes, slits. And then they have a screen on the other side of the slab just to, how do you say, measure whatever is going through. And so for the first part of the experiment, they take light, take a light bulb, and they shine it through the two holes. And they see how the waves of light uh, energy, light is a bunch of photons, and they travel in waves. And they see how the waves of light hit the screen, right? And... We know this, we've known how they are supposed to act since the 1900s, you know, 200 years ago. And so, 200, 100, I don't know, a long time ago, yeah? And so what's supposed to happen is that the waves, some of the waves will go through one slit, some of the waves will go through another slit, and then on the other side of the slab, the waves will come together, they'll interfere with each other, and then they'll create this pattern of like on, off, on, off like on the screen in terms of light and that's what it did cool awesome you know no surprises there that's not quantum mechanics that's a property of light so we're gucci you know just testing our stuff so the next thing they did was use particles such as sand and they took it and they put the sand just kind of started piling up between the two slits And obviously, the sand will slowly start falling, they'll fall into the two slits, and it'll just create two piles underneath each of the slits, right? That makes sense, all good, that's just how uh, physics, not even physics, common sense works, that makes sense, right? And so, the next thing we did was, we thought, all right, let's use atoms this time. And what you would think would happen, first of all, let's let's just take a moment to appreciate that we're able to just shoot single atoms out of like a atom gun, ray gun. I don't know. It's really cool though. And 
that's yeah anyways yeah that's really awesome but what you would expect to happen in that case is the atoms would behave like the particles you shoot them through a slit and they'll create a line and you shoot them to another slit they'll create another line if you shoot them between the slits uh, it'll create two two lines on the screen and so first we covered one of the slits just to make sure and we shot all the atoms through just one slit and yeah more or less it was just one strip it was just like the particle would happen you know if you throw a bunch of stuff it just ends up underneath the hole doesn't move much pretty immaculate and then we opened up the other slit and when we did this we have one of the biggest problems in quantum mechanics and <laughs> in science in general we don't we don't understand this we opened up the other slit we took our atom ray gun i don't know what this thing's called and we shot it at the you know between both the slits and then what we observed happen was quite interesting instead of the atoms behaving like they were supposed to like we thought they would as particles creating two lines behind the slits they actually behaved like the light waves they seemed to have this weird pattern it would be like one line of atom no line of atom one line of atom no line of atom one line of atoms no line of atoms it, right it was just back and forth like that and that made no sense why why were they behaving like waves these are atoms not waves why are they behaving like waves and so you know what do we do we think well there's has to be a reason why is this happening let's watch it so they took a little camera and they put it behind the slab with the slits in it to observe where what's happening to the atoms when they're shot through the slits and this is where it gets gets a little crazy all right so when we put the camera there and we started watching and we ran the experiment again we shot our atoms through the slits they behaved like the particles there was only two lines they made sense they filled what the hypothesis said they would do why is this happening okay that made no sense right so why why is it doing two different things the only difference is a camera and they made the camera as non-intrusive to the atoms as possible and so then they thought okay let's uh, let's try it again with the camera off then all right maybe maybe something messed up turned the camera off they ran the experiment again and it be it became the wave pattern again it became the interference pattern again all right what the frick do the atoms have consciousness do they know that we're watching them and they're just trying to troll us what's happening right so we quietly tiptoed back to the camera turned it on while they weren't looking and we ran the experiment again and they behave like particles again as we were watching them and this is an extreme mystery why is this happening right and one of the hypotheses put forward was by a guy i don't remember his name von something and he said that reality well not for this experiment but if you've heard of the experiment of schrodinger's cat uh, you put a cat in a box with some radioactive stuff and the cat is both alive and dead at the same exact time it's really confusing and weird it's really popular though so you most likely have some sort of grasp about it or have heard about it somewhere if not you can give it a quick google i'm sure there's a simple explanation toward to it uh, yeah i think it's a pretty simple explanation until you start getting into why it happens but one of the probabilities for that schrodinger's cat thing is that reality is a probability and consciousness is 
it affects that probability. Consciousness collapses the probability into what actually happens. And the science community said, shut the F up, you hippie. Get, get the F out of here. This is for serious scientists. Where's your lab coat? Go back to your mountains and go smoke your weed and go get high or something. Why are you here? Get out. Right? And so they just said, F you, man. No, not scientific enough. However, that this experiment, the double slit experiment, it exemplifies something the yogis in India, the monks over in the Eastern Eastern world have been saying for thousands of years. And it's kind of what Mr. Vaughn said. And it was, reality exists as a probability and it is the act of observation that causes a pro- probability to collapse into a reality, meaning that reality can go any way it wants to there is there's a probability it's there's a sort of randomness you know it's like a bag with marbles and you don't know what color you're going to pick out and when you look at it when your consciousness is placed onto this probability it collapses and it becomes reality it becomes what's in front of you or in other words how do i uh, how do i say this perception or how do um, reality is just a perception of the mind there we go those are the those are the correct words. And it's insane, right? I mean, there's an experience. So for scientists, yeah, this experiment, confounding, what the F, why? Why does this happen? Why does this exist? Go away. Stop it. Not fun. It doesn't make sense. And to the yogis and the spiritual people, and I mean, myself included, because I've thought this for a while as well. I read it from the happiness advantage. It's normal this is just the universe you know we've it proves something that we already knew uh to the yogis and such and yeah it's a really interesting experiment again if that interests you and you want to understand it a little bit more please go watch that youtube video it's by uh who's the it's a lecture a recorded lecture by jim al kali i pronounced his last name wrong uh somewhat close enough but yeah, it's really good. He's a great speaker, really funny lecture, and it's like under 10 minutes. Highly recommend you watch it if you want to, if you're interested in this. Again, it's really cool. He doesn't talk about the spiritual stuff, but it just exemplifies the experiment. With that out of the way, now we can get on to the meat of this podcast, how you may be a slave. So to go on with that, let's, let's explain what I mean. A slave would be someone who is doing something that they don't want to do and that they have no legitimate inherent need to do they don't they don't need to do it but they're being forced to do it in which case you're a slave you're being controlled or used you can be controlled or used by so many things and the first question is are you doing things that you don't want to do are you living a life that you don't want to live are you going to college as I am right now, and you don't want to do it. You see no purpose in it. You see no reason to do it. Are you being told to do things, act a certain way, behave a certain way, and you don't want to do it? Are you being told to... Crap, I I think that covered it, but but I'm not going to repeat myself. But yeah, are you living a life that you don't want to live? Are you doing things that you don't want to do? I already, I repeated myself anyways. But this happens all the time and a lot of these people a lot of people just in general are enslaved to systems and they're enslaved to these rules these 
to repeat myself again, sorry, uh, systems in place oftentimes by society. And if you want to be in this, if you're okay with this, if you like school, if you like what you're doing, if you're whatever, power to you, bro. You know, you're not a slave, then you're just doing what you want. Awesome. That's dope. I'm not saying that anyone in everyone in the system is a slave. No, that's just not true. Some people, however, they are because they don't want to be in it. They don't want to do it and they have no need to. This is a free world, bro. But one of the things that a lot of people are enslaved to nowadays Anyways, a lot of the things that so many people are enslaved to nowadays are entities within the mind. Names, some names for these entities are addiction, anxiety, depression. These entities are enslaving so many people. If it's not society, a lot of people are being enslaved by these entities. They're making you do things you don't want to do. They're stopping you from doing things that you do want to do. They are controlling you, right? And it's not fun. You are becoming a slave to them. And most people, yeah, are enslaved to these entities in the mind or enslaved to some sort of system. Yeah, it's not fun. And that's how you may be a slave. So uh, before listening to the next part, I guess you can pause this or take a second. Maybe I'll, I'll just I'll put some space here so you can think about that. Are you a slave? Is there something in your life? Is there some situation in your life in which you just aren't having it you don't want to do it but you're doing it you're forcing yourself not even forcing yourself you feel like you're forced to do it and sometimes yeah sure you are quote forcing yourself end quote like those entities in your mind you could stop but we'll get to that but yeah are you being forced to do things you don't want to do ask yourself that and if not cool you know then you can keep listening because keep listening yeah give me clout but if, uh, if that is the case, then, well, let me explain my thoughts. At least I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm not sure why recently, but, you know, how not to be. So we'll leave this space open um, for, hopefully you've thought about it, actually. I, I think I've rambled enough. So, yeah, how not to be. The first thing to tell you is you are yours, point blank, period. You belong to yourself. That's the end of the story. You do not belong to anyone else. You are yours. Do not do anything that you do not want to do at all. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. That's the end of the story. In my in my thoughts, in my opinion, that's how I live my life at least. I do what I want and I don't do what I don't want. That's point blank period. And you might think, well, then you become an a-hole. Yeah, you definitely very much so could, right? And I at one point in my life was. However, you don't have to. Right. So, yeah, don't do anything you don't want to do. And the story, you know, you are yours. You own yourself. You no one owns you, bro. No one. You are yours. You own yourself. You belong to yourself. That's it. No one can make you do anything. Remember that. However, the disclaimer that comes with that is you need to understand consequences and you need to understand wanting things. Is there if you don't want to do something and you just if you didn't do it? What are the consequences of that, right? And you have to think about that. If you drop out, will your parents kick you out? Do you want that to happen? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Are you willing to handle that? You have to understand the consequences of your actions before you take those actions. And so sometimes you will not want something. And in that sense, it'll make you want to do the other thing. In which case, stop effing complaining just to buy the way. 
if you're gonna do it if you have to do it because it's not a it's not something you're being forced to you just have to then don't complain just do it and that goes along with wanting things if you want something if you truly want something and in order to attain that thing you have to do things that you don't want well you still have to do those things and although you may prefer not to you cannot not do it because you have to do it in order to attain what you want right it's not something that you're being forced to but it's something you have to it becomes a duty it becomes something that you must, not something that someone's telling you to, not something that anyone is making you do. But to yourself, if you want something, you, not someone else, not someone else telling you you want this thing, don't be manipulated by other people. If you want something, you have to do what you have to do in order to attain it. And that's point blank period too. Understand that. So the first, and to sum this all up, I did hit my time. Awesome. The double slit experiment took a lot longer than anticipated, which is cool. I don't know, really great experiment. But to leave, first of all, are you doing things you're, you do not want to do? Are you living a life you do not want to live? Are you enslaved to entities in your mind? Or are you enslaved to something external? And remember, you are yours, you belong to yourself. No one can make you do anything. End of the story. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. However, if there are things you want, you have to do the things you have to do in order to attain it. And I believe in you. You can do it. Don't complain whilst doing them. There's just things you have to do. That's just how it is. Sometimes they're not fun. Sometimes you don't want to. But that's, again, just how it is. So suck it up and do it in order to get where you want to get. Because it'll be worth it if you wanted it, hopefully. Unless you wanted something dumb and you realize it wasn't worth it. A lot of people say, for a lot of people at least, that, that's money. They do a lot for money. They realize that money is a means and not an ends. And then they have a bunch of a mean and they don't have an end to put it towards. I don't know, that's another conversation probably about what money is. Which is really interesting. Yeah, I should write that down and, and talk about it one day. Because it was a really cool revelation when I f figured out you know, what money is and why people feel bad sometimes when they when they don't have it or when they not not don't have it when they have it and why, you know, why are people crying in their Lamborghinis, right? To me, to a lot of people, they're like, if we don't have money, you know, why the frick I, I would love to have a Lamborghini. And also, would you rather be happy in the shed or cry in a Lamborghini? Not gonna lie, I would rather cry in the Lamborghini. I'm just saying. Not because it's better to have money. I'm just, it's easier, in my opinion. It, it might take longer, but it's easier, in my opinion, to find emotional wellness than find financial wellness. Because it's a lot of work and it depends on a lot of people for financial wellness. Emotional wellness, it depends on you, you, and you. So, I don't know. That's my take on that Lamborghini thing. Everyone usually answers, oh, I'd rather be happy in the shed. Nah, F that. I mean, I'm not a Lamborghini guy. I'm a Tesla guy. I was a Lamborghini guy. Now, now I'm Tesla man. But, you know, I'd rather cry in my $200,000 Roadster than be happy in a shed. But because I can become happy within that Roadster. Maybe not in the Roadster. I hate driving. So driving is not the most pleasurable of things. Speaking of, you know, to the point, hate driving. But I do it to get to places. Don't complain. Uh, except for humor's sake. F driving. But, you know. 
I got to get somewhere. I want to get somewhere. I have to drive in order to get there. I mean, I don't have to. A lot of times I do just tell people, hey, can you can you pick me up or can you take me there? But, you know, which is, I mean, that's just a matter of playing it smart. If you want something and you don't prefer to do certain things and you have the ability to get around doing those things in order to attain what you want, uh, don't step on other people because that's wrong from what I've been told. But, you know, other than that, uh, play play your cards right. Play smart, right? Use use that common sense and, and play the game correctly. Other than that, I think that is all, right? Just I see a lot of people just that seem to be enslaved and just unhappy because they are a slave to something. And so that's some food for thought and maybe a little bit of advice or not even advice. I'm just listing facts, man. Like you really do belong to yourself and I don't think enough people understand that these days. So hopefully it gave you something that's going to conclude this episode of Seriously Funny. Please like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening and follow this podcast as well. New episodes every Friday. And again, share. Yeah, that's really the most important part right now. We're trying to grow here. But yeah, I love you all. Remember, you are yours. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week.